0: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Going For It, a sports business podcast from professional sports partners. I'm your host Ben Crook and today is a very special episode for us as I have with us our PSP CEO Jason Cole. Hello Jason. Hello. And our CEO Tamara Lupo. Hi Tamara.
1: Hi, Hi Ben.
0: Uh, today is very special because we are doing a episode celebrating PSP's 10-year anniversary which is coming up this month it's been i know for you guys jason since day one Tamara since day two uh a very uh you know long and winding road through these 10 years but how how does it feel to to reach this like milestone in the company's history
2: Day one, if you would have said, what's it going to feel like at 10 years, that would have felt so far away. I was just trying to focus on day two, day three, week two, week three. And then when you hit 10 years, which we're about to do, it's like, wow, where did the time go? You can think back and remember all these memories, but you know, each year goes faster than the last. Um, it's It's honestly a great time to just feel proud because 10 years is not easy um 10 years is a is a great milestone and I think a turning point for doing more for our agency and just exciting for everybody who's been a part of it
1: yeah it's been the blink of an eye I think the phrase is like the days are long but the years are short and when we were in it and we were just trying to get to the next thing or what is the next thing um and then the next thing you know the big things that were huge to us in the beginning are now you know, part of every week or part of every month. Um, And they're still huge. They're just a different scale of the fact of of what we're working on. So it's shocking to me that it's been 10 years, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, look at all we've done in 10 years.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, in addition to obviously having Tamara and Jason with us on this episode, we're also going to hear from a few of the folks who have been with us throughout this journey, um, and have been with us through some of our highest highs. Um, and certainly could have brought in a dozen more people, um, but we don't want this episode to go six hours long. Um, <laughs> but there, there have been so many, you know, people throughout the hit these ten years, both um, from our staff to our clients, fellow you know partners um, that have helped us reach this point. So. Um, we'll hear from a few of those voices, but obviously want to take the time too just to recognize, you know, the fact that this has been such a a team effort across the board. Jason, when you started PSP on the you talked about those day one and trying to get to day two, what was your vision and what did you hope that this could become?
2: Yeah, good question. I didn't know a lot, but what I did know is i believed in the power of sports and i think that continues to play out today the power of sports uh, being a unifier being something that you know brings people of different ethnic backgrounds cultures, cities states uh, together and we also saw a opportunity there's a lot of agencies out there when i was on the team side we worked with a lot of agencies and we wanted to do things different and i think that's played out in a number of ways um, and also we're in houston houston is one of the best cities in the in the country or the world for that matter for major events you know there's fantastic teams great universities you know down, all the way uh, down to youth sports and there isn't still isn't a, another sports marketing agency so there was a gap here and I think all three of those things came together to, to really create a big opportunity for us.
0: How did you set about actually making that vision come to life in those early days? Um, obviously bringing in someone like Tamara uh, helps in terms of that. but what what were some of those key factors early on that that kind of set you up for success as you're as you're building this?
2: I mean the biggest factor was, having Tamra join the team um, and that's not an exaggeration. I mean we we had built a knowledge of working in sports and kind of understanding the nuances that happen when you're working with teams and brands and trying to make something to come together in a clear effective way. but you know how does that live and how do you build a team that's now you know 20 plus people that, has expertise in a lot of different areas. I, I certainly didn't have that vision as clear as I, you know, looking back would have liked. Um, it was, you know, I was building it brick by brick, and that's why it feels so good to be ten years old. Is now we have so many case studies. We've we've played in so many spaces. It's unusual to find a space that we haven't. Um, although sports is becoming wider and wider, so there are new spaces that we're touching still today. Um, So it wasn't as, you know, the world changes and I entered a, uh, you know, a agency space that was, um, you know, we had an idea, but it evolved certainly a lot over the 10 years.
0: So Tamara, Jason mentioned that um, apparently it's because of you that we have gotten here. What was it about Jason's uh, vision for this company that, you know made you decide to join this you know at the time you know one man venture in those early days
1: yeah um so we knew each other we had worked together for a number of years so I certainly knew we had similar work ethics like the way we sort of approached every day the way we approached the business so on and so forth so there were a lot of synergies there um know and that's all there's a comfort in that if you're gonna take a leap of faith on something to at least like understand how someone goes through every day um so that was while great it was really i also believed in jason and i believed in the vision i believed in what he was sort of some of the things he just mentioned i was like yeah there's an obvious gap that i think we can solve um and and sort of forecasting potentially what it could be, while also by no means 10 years later, having thought that this is what it would be, you know, Um, but it really was brick by brick. And we really did just get in to the rabbit hole together and just like, okay. Um, And we bring different skill sets, but we, again, we have a similar work ethic. We see things the same way. So there's a lot of synergies that also complement that because we have different skill sets. Um, And I think finding that, you got to jump on those sorts of opportunities, I think. But I, you know, I believed in what I could bring to it, obviously, but understanding who he was and what he brought to it, I thought this made a lot of sense. Right. And then when I think about 10 years later and the right, that being the right decision was the, you know, the fact of you hear a lot of different things about working relationships with people. And again, the synergy that we've been able to build together is, to me like a little bit of a unicorn sometimes when you hear from other people. And so I wouldn't trade that. Right. Like even looking back. And that's some of the stuff I knew going into again, because I knew who he was. So um, it, by certainly it was a leap of faith to start like a, a to start a new business. But it wasn't that grand of a leap as some might think it was.
0: Well, we're going to take kind of a, a walk through uh, memory lane of sorts, kind of going through, like I mentioned. Some of the, the you know people and events that have helped shaped uh, PSP's history throughout these 10 years. One of the big early wins for PSP was working alongside the Houston Papa John's franchise and putting together especially endorsements for J.J. Watt, which turned into Jose Altuve and, and James Harden and others. Um, We chatted with uh, our old friend, Billy Robinette, who was our main contact there at at Papa John's um, while we worked together.
3: We were at the time the second largest Papa John's franchisee uh, in the United States. And we had basically all of Houston and some stores um, in the larger Houston area, as well as a few other cities. But our big hub was Houston. And we went all in on sports marketing and we had 60 68 69 restaurants here during that time when we started working together um and it's i mean it's everywhere from you know, Baytown to katie uh to, from huntsville to Galveston. you know sort of a big larger area uh and in doing that we knew that houston sports was big uh, we also knew that so we were partners with the texans from day one we quickly got together and to deal with the astros uh, and the rockets so we had all three of the big sports teams we pulled in the dynamo as well um I, I think we even had the Houston Arrows at one point. Um, so we were just really big into the sports marketing arena. And then when you introduced us to JJ, I think we became not even just, just out of Papa John's, but from any sports or any fast casual restaurant that I've seen, we just had more, especially at a local level. We had more sports teams, more athletes, more celebrities. And we did some work together with um, Justin Berlander and Kate Upton mm-hmm. and their charities. I think we really just took an opportunity given the size of our Papa John's uh, footprint in Houston to take advantage of every strong Houston sports personality that we could, that we felt like was a good fit, that was doing it for the right thing. And usually we had some sort of charity tie-in. And I think that was sort of the theme that you guys really helped us crystallize and put into effect uh, over that, you know, 10 year period.
0: Now, Billy talked about, you know, the, the breadth of, partnerships that they were a part of. And Jason, you mentioned in in terms of kind of why PSP exists is exactly to kind of fill that void that had been in the city and, and connecting brands to, you know, these, not only the teams, but the athletes. And as he mentioned, helping them distill a clear vision as to what they're doing with those partnerships and why those partnerships exist. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what it was about about that you know initial work with papa johns and kind of how psp helped guide them through navigating um you know the breadth of partnerships that they're working across in the city
2: over the last 10 years we've worked with a lot of different brands a lot of different types of clients different industries there's a common de- denominator in the ones that we've had the most success with, and that is leaning in. Papa John's is a perfect example of a brand that believed in the value of these sports partnerships and leaned all the way in. I mean, they built their campaign. You heard Billy talk about around Houston sports and being the brand for Houston sports. When you get a client like that who is totally committed to it, it really makes it easy the the challenge the most challenging time for us is when you have a, a client that is doing it but maybe not totally invested in it so Papa John's was you know such a fun ride because they leaned in they put all their assets and manpower behind it and so did we well
1: and I think the thing that Billy starts to allude to there and that and and I know even further discusses but with JJ in particular was there was a challenge in their business, that then we were able to solve, you know, by at that point, bringing in JJ, um, it, but multiple and so on and so forth. But they fully, they under not only just leaning in, but like understanding their own business to say, here's a gap in our business. And then that's where we came in to say, okay, how can we solve it? Um, so I think when clients also there's clear objectives, clear goals you want to achieve with them and setting that out from the, from the onset and knowing we can solve them through sports or partnerships or whomever, figuring out that solution together. That's what also sets it up for success, because you know where you're going. How,
0: how big was it for you guys to have as a company to have, you know, early recognizable, like external success like this? How did this set up PSP going forward?
2: Success stories sell. I mean, I built my <laughs> i my career has been on the business development side, and that's so true. People want to hear what you've done in the past, what were the results, what was the challenge, what were the re, the the results. And this was a really bright shiny object because you know JJ Watt in particular was basically the. The unofficial mayor of Houston, he was everywhere at a certain point, he was everywhere, which we were like, No, 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 we had him before he was everywhere. (laughs) So that just was a a really good example for us to be able to show people and, um, you know, help help build our business.
1: And I think early on for us, I'll echo Jason in the beginning when we, well, who are you guys, right? If you got asked that, we started to talk about our career before PSP, like that's what we brought in. Um, that, getting him and, and some of our work with Papa John's, but that started to be the turn where we had different stories of like what we had done here that we were able to tell out.
0: So for for folks who don't know the, the JJ um, campaign specifically, Obviously, we're referencing off of, you know, he had the famous story when he was in college, he was delivering pizzas. Um, so that was the idea behind the original campaign, right, was that he would go and make deliveries um, across the Houston uh, market on certain days.
1: The the, cha- the business challenge that they put forward is, again, they had multiple team partnerships. They had a Texans relationship where there was a trigger promotion that would then land them on Mondays. Very successful for them. Um, and then there would be other things in other parts of the week. There was a gap for them on Tuesdays. Um, yes, there is this famous story of JJ, before he was who he was at Wisconsin, was basically delivering pizzas um you know just to try to make some money and he was i think at that point it was a walk-on kid like so that sort of existed that sort of seemed where stars started to might start to align i think papa johns had probably reached out before and it didn't really go anywhere um and when we started to work on it it was obvious because of jj's story now you know versus then now also included his foundation and the work that he was doing from a charity standpoint so for us that was the place to start was how do we start working on what was important to him and i think that can be applied to any of our now athlete endorsements we've done since then is what was important to that athlete um and how you can sort of take from that and then that was really the the launch point so yes it was every tuesday if you ordered on tuesday the initial idea was that he was going we would pick one winner from that day and he would deliver a pizza to that person that day um logistically as we got into it that was a little like frightening right to to actually pull off um so we we evolved it a little bit where he didn't he didn't physically go every tuesday but he did make a phone call every tuesday um so very honestly for those listening behind the scenes was Someone from our team literally texting with him every Tuesday this winter and sweating until he texted back that he had made the phone call, right? Like, did it actually get done? Um, but he was, you know, every Tuesday we were in conversation with the, you know, the the client, the the athlete, us all coming together to sort of execute on it. Um, for a couple of years. That's the way it worked.
0: And then that idea and concept uh gets picked up in place. You put it in place for Jose Altuve, you know, for James Harden. Um, and not only, you know, does is it prove successful locally, um, but it starts to get uh, recognized at the national Papa John level um, where this concept is then being copy and pasted all over the country. So with uh,
3: with JJ's deal, um, and, and, and you guys did some stuff with us with the Dynamo and the Rockets, I think, I had before that, but with the first real promotion that, from the ground up, you know, from uh, from concept to execution, all the way through. That went so well that, in fact, um, that we I mean, think we raised four hundred and eighty-ish thousand dollars for JJ's charity, um, which you know we were we were giving twenty percent. So I mean, that's two and a half million dollars of sales that we got just from that promotion. But then on top of that, JJ became a national spokesman for Papa Jones. So the promotion went so well locally that a Houston celebrity became so well-known nationally in, a t- in association with our brand that the corporate entity you know, pulled them in and got the, got a deal done, um, of which there was a strong local piece. And then I think we, we've seen the same thing. Uh, every, everything that we built together, Papa, Papa John's Houston and PSP, we saw that model, which we started for the first time, recopy and pasted in several other large Papa John's markets and even other markets where an athlete would come in, do deliveries or interact with fans. And ultimately, you know, there was usually a charity tie in. So I'll say that the the blueprint we designed together became sort of a national blueprint, uh, at least in the Papa John's world. I can honestly say all of the stuff that we worked on together were my favorite parts of, of what I did with Papa John's and the marketing stuff. But it's hard when you're hanging out with, you know, Kate Upton and Justin Verlander at a, yeah. at a party to celebrate the success you had placing PTSD service animals with needy veterans. I mean, that stuff not only makes you feel good, but it feels cool to do it, be a part of it.
0: Uh, yeah, the whole thing was a great ride. I think that perfectly encapsulates kind of, I think, what a lot of people think of when, you know, you tell them, yeah, we do sports marketing and we're working with JJ Watt and Jose Altuve, Justin Berlander, you know, is, oh, that sounds really cool. And and a lot of, a lot of the times it is. Uh, what are some of y'all's favorite moments and stories you know working alongside uh the biggest names and and in houston sports um for for great projects like these
2: tamra was probably closer to this than i was i mean i i remember with jj uh, my wife's car was in play because she had a big suv and we needed something large to be able to transport them around town so you know my wife she keeps decent. Uh she keeps her car fairly clean, but we we took it to the car wash, got a nice shine, got it ready for Tamra to I think Tamra, you may have driven it.
1: Multiple times. I drove your wife's car to literally drive JJ Watt around town. Um but, in the back, we had so it was me driving JJ the passenger seat, Billy, who you just heard right behind me, and a photographer. And we rolled all over town, um, whether to multiple delivery spots or, you know, literally into people's homes, which that was fun that was very personal connections you could see from people um one woman made him cookies that we then took back and i think we were like literally we we're all the way up in cyprus at that point so we had a long drive like back to his house which was south of town at the time and it, it so good conversations and all that stuff that sort of happened out in in all those and you and again you're in, in someone's home so it started starts to become very personal to them um in ways we didn't expect and he would make these calls every week and um he's the kind of guy who wasn't just doing it he was he really wanted to get to know these people and i would say three or four times out of every six or seven when he would tell me he had made the call he would also then tell me something about them they you know their husband was in the military and this and this was happening or You know, their their daughter's got to go to the hospital next week for this or that or whatever the story was. Like he he literally started to get to know them, and so that was really cool and interesting. Um, You know, each week, and so there's so there's plenty of stories. um, And I, you know, even with those guys at Papa John's, they were early adopters of us, and I don't think that's anything that Jason and I will ever forget. Like even early on, Jason, if you remember, we were like, we'd like to do a press release about you. Is that okay? Like, can we? And they were like, please, you know, (laughs) Um, like, great. Can we get a quote? Like, we'll figure this out. Um, But they believed in us early. And I think that it gave us confidence in the work we were doing while we knew it was going to work. It just sort of fueled it, right? And, and kind of kept pushing us forward. And to even hear Billy in that clip, like, talk about this promotion delivering what two and a half million dollars in sales you're like okay like there you go you know the idea worked and what we were trying to do actually moved their needle forward
2: and Um, one thing i wanted to add the papa john's endorsement work has led to so many endorsements over the years one of my favorite uh, ones that i that we've worked on was we did a, a nhl player deal for our client in Las Vegas Comprehensive Cancer Centers. It's the first time they had ever done an endorsement and it was really focused on um, cancer prevention, healthy living. And we signed a a, uh, Golden Knights player uh, with the last name Belmar. He's a fantastic guy, tough guy on the ice. What made it so special is he went above and beyond what we had designed the deal to be he liked the campaign so much that we organized a press event or comprehensive cancer centers and and us organized a press event outside t-mobile arena in vegas where he shaved his head in solidarity with i think three or four other um women and men going through uh, chemotherapy and it was it was prior to the start of the season. It was the start of their campaign, but more importantly, it was a an ambassador who just went above and beyond, really believed in it, was passionate about it, and those are when the best uh, ambassador relationships come to life. So that's one that I remember.
0: Yeah, like like Tamara mentioned, it's about finding where the you know the ambassadors um, where their drive and where their mission-wise and, and connecting those two to, to really make a, a successful campaign and partnership. Well, another early adopter of PSP that we, that we talked to was Brooks Downing of BD Global, um, and he also recalled his introduction to Jason and thus PSP.
4: What's cool is we were both kind of launching our companies at the same time. I might have just been a few months ahead of you, maybe a year before, but, you know, we were looking to do more college basketball, uh, be global in our approach, to, at least around the United States or North America. And I had a friend in the, in the Houston market that, you know, kept wanting us to do games in Houston. And of course uh, it sounded very sexy and, and the opportunity was there. And I think maybe the year before you and I started working together We had tried our hand at it, and it failed on trying to find a local person that would help us market it. I mean, we had gone to, like, the only person we knew was Mattress Mac, right? And everybody knows Mattress Mac in the market, and he may have bought some tickets, but if he did anything, it was pretty small. And so, you know, we had former person at the Astros, former person, you know, maybe with the Texans that have been in the sales side, we just couldn't. Couldn't quite get our hands; those those guys were moving, and each year they were into something else. They were going to a soccer uh, to the MLS team that was starting up, and then somebody mentioned your name and said, "Yeah, there's this guy that was with the Rockets, and he's starting his own company, and he's selling sponsorships." I'm like, "Well, you got me at hello," and sure enough, you know, I think our first meeting where you and I was at a Starbucks somewhere in the in the Houston footprint there. Uh, you probably remember the location better than I do. And and I just knew from the get-go, like, all right, this is what he wants to do, and this is exactly what I need. Let's see if, if he can help at all. And, and I think that was kind of the first conversation. But what, what really got the partnership started was that we had a very, what I would call, substandard event. Like, it wasn't big names like you and I are working on now uh, for the most part. I mean, we had – some teams that just were mid-majors, not drawing much, et cetera. And I think you went out the very first year, Jason, and generated like, I don't know, 60 to 100 grand, somewhere through there um, on, on what was, I'm like, he can sell because I didn't give him much to sell. <laughs> and so you obviously do, did, you know, did like the rest of us, you use your relationships, and, and there in the local market made it a little bit easier for you to right out of the box but after that, I'm like, "Let's go! Let, you're with me from now on." <laughs> this worked well, and so uh, I tell you, it, I can't believe it's been ten years. Yeah. And looking back, we've had we've had uh, a few misses, but we've had some big hits along the way too. And I think it's been a, a great relationship to grow together with.
0: Uh, with Brooks and and uh, you know partners like BD, you know obviously. A lot of the business that that PSP operates in is is you know with clients and you know we're we're servicing there, but then we also have great partners like BD Global and and Brooks even mentioned in that clip um, that we've kind of been side by side in terms of growth. How has it been growing a business alongside great partners um, like Brooks and BD Global?
2: Yeah, good question. First, on the sales consulting side, you know Brooks mentioned you know how he got connected to us. When PSP opened, sales consulting was not something we were thinking about doing, but we started getting inquiries week after week and eventually, uh, well pretty quickly ended up um, going down that path and it's been a fun one. We've done some some really fun and great things in that space and found the right clients to work with. But our work with BD has been, we've kept our head down. They've kept their head down. And we've just worked hard. Good things have happened on both sides. And it's you you kind of pick your head up once in a while and have a conversation when we're in Vegas or we're on the phone. And it's like, how are things going on your side? How are they going on your side? And we talk about the great things we're doing. And it's been so fun to be a part of and see the things they've done. Uh, you know, culminating last year in that Duke and Zaga game, which was just a fantastic event for everyone. You know, huge crowd, highest uh, rated TV audience in several years on on ESPN. It was just a, a great win and a great celebration of our complementary skills.
0: Well, working with BD, you mentioned it there, has also served as um, part of the introduction for us into the into the Las Vegas market, which has become important, not only for our business, but over the last few years has really turned into a booming sports town in general, which again, you know, these college basketball events alongside BD have really um, led the way.
4: We got started out there at our first event. I think we had Oklahoma State, Auburn, a couple other teams that came out and played, uh, you know, decent crowd, five or 6,000 uh, you know, we had some fun with UNLV through the years and Oregon, uh, when, when Dave Rice coached them and upset number seven Oregon at Grand Garden, probably in, I don't know, 15 or 16, somewhere through there. Um, but then, you know, we got to open T Mobile Arena. And, and that was, I guess, when we first, uh, had our first high fives, Jason, when, when we had Duke versus, uh, UNLV. Be the first college basketball game in that venue completely sold out. Uh, that was incredible. And now here we are five years later. We bookend it with the largest crowd to ever watch a college basketball game in Nevada history with Duke versus Gonzaga last Thanksgiving. And oh, it gives me chills just thinking about it now. I got to do that again. But, uh, you know, we, we've, we've had, like I said, we've had some weak years, uh, but we've had some, some very memorable, uh, events that we partnered on.
1: I remember that, um, UNLV Oregon game that he's talking about, like we were at Grand Garden Arena and it was so loud, um, because it was becoming such an upset. And to echo, I think, you know, where Brooks is going is 10 years ago, what sports in Las Vegas was versus right now was very different. Right. And, um, And I remember being in that moment being like, oh, there's something here to this. Um, You know, just you could tell this market was interested in more. And this relationship kind of gave us that front door um, or front row seat. Maybe that's the better word. Um, This relationship gave us the front row seat to what has exploded in Las Vegas.
2: Yeah, I remember the moment that Brooks told me we were on a call early on. I think it was after the Houston event and he said we're gonna have event an event in vegas it's gonna be here and I, I am a fan of las vegas and i thought there was potential but i didn't realize you know where it has wh- where it would be several years later and i remember going down to tamra's office because our offices were several apart and i said hey this is happening and you know this would be great but i was just thinking you know this is this would be fun this would be high profile and now it's turned into we have so many relationships in that market that we treasure and going there feels like a second home to us when i used to go to las vegas before work it was just a tourism spot and it was a place to have fun and now i rarely go f- just for fun uh it's it's there to work and nurture to relationships and and build new ones, and you know BD and and our relationship started there and has just flourished.
1: And and we even saw that a couple months ago with a client in bringing um, their event to Las Vegas. We led that because of our now deep roots in that market um, that we were able to lead someone else into bringing their event there.
0: So how has it been? Uh, you, you know, obviously you talk about the how you've been able to see that market change over the last, you know, three, four, five years. Again, I think that that also speaks to kind of how PSP has grown in its stature as well, in terms of, you know, you said before, this started as filling a hole in the Houston market, but our work now is anything but limited to just Houston and Houston based companies, but it's truly national and we have great relationships, you know, in Las Vegas and Alabama, you know, all over uh, the U.S. How has that um, shift been like for uh, for PSP, especially over the last several years?
2: Yeah, the the language that we speak, the business that we do translates well to any market, tan- translates well to any sports and there's good people everywhere and we've met fantastic people in vegas we met fantastic people in birmingham we're working in you know pawtucket right now there's you know a variety of places that we're working in and that you know i was listening to a, another podcast earlier this week and it was with dick ebersole from um, formerly from nbc and he kept saying relationships 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 that's what it's about that's what our business is about it's about building trust oftentimes you know you have a contract with a client but a contract doesn't mean much it's about the relationship it's about building trust and that's why most of our business comes from referrals and Vegas is the perfect example we did one thing we added another we added another and it all came from referrals
0: yeah and even building on that just the relationship with Brooks Blossomed into additional relationships across the basketball community that resulted in even more high-profile and valuable business for the company.
4: We've kind of watched our respective companies grow together, and basically on parallel paths. I mean, you complemented what we've done. You and your staff, uh, you've obviously added a ton of value uh, to our events. You brought in some great partnerships and, and sponsors. Now we've got three and four year deals where we were just doing one off left and right over and over. There's relationships we've created along the way, like with coaches versus cancer. Uh, I know your experience with us, provide you know, coupled with with your um, you know, your parent company helped help get you some business with the NCAA and the Final Four. So I mean, there's been a lot of wins just because of the the little basic relationship. I think we we started over a cup of coffee.
0: All over a cup of coffee, uh, a momentous one at a at a Starbucks for for you and Brooks, I'm sure.
1: Can we, can we be honest that Jason doesn't drink coffee? <laughs>
0: yeah. It was over. It was over a single cup. They didn't. He didn't say whose cup it was.
2: I go to Starbucks a lot, and I I really like their juices. It's it's just a, a nice place with a lot of beverages.
0: Uh, one of those relationships that Brooks mentioned was the one that we built with uh, with the American Cancer Society and specifically uh, with Natalie Morrison, who leads CBC. And she also joined to, to chat with us a little bit about uh, how that relationship started.
5: Um, I think we were introduced, if I recall correctly, um, through Brooks Downing uh, with, with Beauty Global. Um, I think also in there was DJ Allen with X's and O's, and, um, but I really believe it was um, through the partnership that you have had for a number of years with, with Brooks, and you know we did some things together in Las Vegas, and then um, as a as an organization, the American Cancer Society was looking to build brand visibility for you know coaches versus cancer, and we wanted to do a brand campaign. So I'm sure you recall I, I reached out to you and said that we were doing this work and would like for you guys to, you know, to submit a, an RFP and you won. Um, you know, and I just think that speaks so highly of who you are and your team and, and the great work that we did through that. And I think what that did for, for me certainly is it showed the capabilities of PSP and, and how we could put that together so quickly. And, you know, it really involved so many, different, you know, levels of expertise within your agency. You know, we were talking creative and we're talking production. We're talking, you know, just a lot of things. Uh, And so I I think it's like, okay, well, that was a good experience. Let's try this. And so we would execute on on another opportunity. And now you're, you're truly what I would say, you know, my partner, you know, we every day I'm talking to somebody with your team, and you know, we're pretty much you know lockstep on on what we're doing.
0: I feel like the American Cancer Society account in CBC, and specifically really illustrates the uh, the growth of PSP and in terms of, as Natalie mentioned, just how many different things that we that we have the ability to to touch and influence. In that space, from uh, you know the the sales side to strategic brand planning to creative, I think it really shows just how deep of an agency PSP has become.
1: I, th- I think it also shows our flexibility. Um, Natalie mentioned that it was an RFP that we won. And two weeks later, we were traversing the country in four different markets, you know, a full scale production with coaches, um, that then became a huge national campaign uh, very quickly, (laughs) um, you know, all in this very short time. Um, and, and it stretched us and it made us better, you know, because of the work of it but it, it gave us a chance to be strategic. It gave, it gave us a chance to be creative. It gave us a chance to show our production. The, how, the, how Coaches versus Cancer has stretched us and grown us, um, you know, we, we started this when Jason was talking about his initial vision of, of it. I don't think our work with Coaches versus Cancer was ever in the initial vision, um, but it, it, what it has become, our work with Natalie and her team and everyone at ACS is a part of our daily lives. Um, and and it really truly has um, grown us. We are at the table with them. We know we're at the table with them and our work matters. Um, and, and that in a client relationship is one thing, but two, the work of what we're doing is truly impactful for them.
2: Yeah, I, I got a flashback yesterday, six years ago, and it was, it hit my phone and it was a picture with Alex Garcia Gabrielle Flores, Natalie Morrison, Roy Williams, the coach of UNC, and I, and it was that production shoot that that Tamara was alluding to, that uh, kicked everything off. That national campaign that every time you watch college basketball, you are seeing um, the coaches versus cancer recruiting campaign. And I agree, Ben, you know Bill, Colleen, so many people have had a huge part in, in this business. And to Tamara's point. We're passionate about it. We believe in it. We believe in the people there. We believe in the work that we're doing. And it's been fun to see those, you know, those things all come to life.
0: What type of platform has working with ACS uh, given PSP? You, I mean, you mentioned we're broadcasting spots on national television that are, that are going, you know, everywhere, you know, ACS has, Obviously, these partnerships are this partnership across college basketball, but we've also touched, you know, the NFL and NHL and so many different parts, even within, you know, the American Cancer Society and, and the work with the CBC has branched out, um, you know, what's what we've been able to work on. How is that, uh, you know, relationship that started, you know, in Vegas with the conversation uh, changed the path of the, of the company?
2: there there are certainly external examples of how it's helped us but I think internally has been the biggest impact we have a few moments each year that are just special I think I mentioned in the conversation with Natalie having Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the court and all the lights in the arena down and and you know if you've been affected by cancer which everybody has you know put your light up things like that things like you know member for a day the final four I know we're going to talk about um, something that we launched a couple of years ago uh, during Suits and Sneakers Week. There's just so many things that between our team and their team that we come up with that are are impactful. And I think it makes people really proud of the work that they do.
0: As you alluded to, there's opportunities um, that we've had as a team to, to bring somewhat off the board uh, or off the wall ideas to uh, to the ACS team and other clients as well. Um, and, and our work during suits and sneakers week a couple of years ago was, uh, was a great example of that.
5: One of the things with suits and sneakers that really stands out in, in working with your team is when you guys created sneaker cam and so many great stories about sneaker cam for, for those of you that don't know. And, uh, You know it's a a little remote control car that you know runs around battery operated with video capabilities and we've been able to create some really fun um, content you know that we can then use for a variety of things but you know specifically on on digital platforms but that one and working with that when i started to hear concepts coming together i thought you guys were crazy but um i believe you guys have you know submitted that concept and some of the you know, great results that we've had and have won a couple of awards. So kudos to you, but uh, Sneaker Camp certainly for support of the Suits and Sneakers Week, uh, certainly stands out.
1: That is an example of, um, Jason alluded to, the number of people in our business that touched it. I think the initial brainstorm, and I don't even know, because I wasn't in it, whose idea it first was, to then the number of people that brought it to life physically and mentally, um, that then execute it to, and Ben, you know better than anybody deeply of how that content gets created and how it gets put out to the world strategically. Um, that, That, again, the number of folks that touched it and I think they all, I hope, I say, I hope they all feel self-fulfilled in the work and what it's bringing forward. Um, I think it's a special client overall, but a special work that you get to do. Um, And I think it reinforces itself in our team. That literally did, you know, to Echo, started as an RFP that was potentially on one project. That now all the the things here, six years later, that it opened up doors within ACS, within other clients, within other work we've done. Um, But that, to me, Sneaker Cam encapsulated when we internally challenge ourselves to reimagine sports and challenge the status quo, sneaker cam is kind of this ideal of that. Um and and really does put that forward when we that's what we want to do when we think about the last 10 years, maybe the future 10 years, but it's like pulling our clients forward and trying to be innovative and trying to be, you know, the first to things where it makes sense. And um and anyway, that that to me is a shiny example of it.
0: Yeah. To me, that was one of the first projects that I really got to work on in depth uh, when I came over to PSP. And what that showed to me was like, oh, like this is the type of place where those crazy things that you're, that you wonder how did that ever happen? This is where those things are, are made and where those ideas come from. And um, in those brainstorm sessions, it's never, it's the thought is never at first, you know, well, how is this going to work? It's just, well, we'll figure it out. And, and solutions are made to, to make, you know, what seems absurd and crazy um, actually come to life. And, and that was the project um, when I first joined that really showed me like, oh, like this is the place where we can do those things. And, and those things like are actually going to, to be reality
2: yeah our our creative directors and you Ben have just been leaders in in the space. We PSP is not where we are today without you know so many people putting so much into this place and the creativity certainly does not come from me. So, so I'm uh, I'm just proud to be associated with with you guys.
0: Well, like I mentioned at the top there's too many people to to thank individually and, and so many great clients and stories that we've accumulated over these 10 years. And I know that we've been reminiscing on a bunch of them, not only during this, but over, you know, the past few months as, as we've been, um, building up to this special anniversary, but what are a couple of, of the most, of the proudest moments that you two have felt, um, over, over the course of these past 10 years?
1: Um, I think there's a lot. I think also when I was walking into the room, like what, what did I want to say to this question was kind of what I alluded to earlier that sometimes in those early days, what were really big things are now um, in the flow of business (laughs) that, and I'm really proud of that. Like, I'm proud of that sense of that, that of the tremendous work to go up and down the hall is coming out of every office and out of every brain Um, that, you know, it, it excites me of where it could go. Um, there are certainly moments like over the course, I, I know exactly where I was when Jason called me and told me we won the final four business. And I knew in that moment, we, here we go. And I knew where we were when we won the BVA business. And I knew in that moment, here we go. Like there are moments that you just, I knew early on, like that was a turn. That was a moment we were hitting a benchmark, um, that, and and I hope more of those are to come. But like I remember in those early days, whereas now we're doing big stuff all the time, you know, and and Ben knows us we'll, We get to our Friday morning meetings and I forget half of them <laughs> and like and, and it's just because that's the flow of of what we're touching every day. And I think that's what I'm the most proud of um, when I think about it. Less now it's those particular pieces, but the whole.
2: Yeah, I totally agree you know what i was going to say is yesterday we announced a naming rights deal with a client naming rights extension with a client that took so much work and we also finished a you know almost a 7.5 million dollar deal with a uh nfl team or excuse me a mls nba uh nhl team and a a major auto brand, uh, you know, in the western side of the United States. And that's just a normal day for us right now. And there was a lot of other things that happened yesterday, we had a major um, presentation about a NASCAR initiative we're working on. So the growth that we've had from, you know, year five and six to year 10, it has been really gratifying. And there's so many moments, um, the people you know, are what make our place. And seeing, um, you know, agency life in general is not easy. We all know that. It's stressful, it's high paced, it it really doesn't stop. But what makes it worth it is, you know, the things that we all do together. Uh, ben, you talked about like with sneaker cam, thinking about, okay, this is the place that does that. We get a lot of crazy requests, challenges put, put in our way. And we just go.
1: And if I can echo on the people, just even over the course of this conversation, it's the two of us sitting here, but, and I get it, like we were in the early days, it was the two of us, but the Papa John's work, and then Ellie Pardi comes in and picks up and is a tremendous asset to that account and to what it became, or BD Global, I think about they introduced I was sitting here thinking they introduced us to Haley Robick and what she meant to our agency and to our company. CBC and, and Brad True is somebody who started that work with us and um, you know it's not even just the the 20 plus people that are here now but it's you know the I don't even know how many that have been here before and along the way that have helped started too and are threaded into the fabric of it right um and and have helped put it together kind of on a daily basis it's a grind agency life is a grind and you have we move fast this is a train and a lot happens and you have to be excited to get on the train but it really does like we do a lot of really cool stuff and great work that comes out of it if you're committed to it right and um and i and i think that that's where we are where it's just like It is baffling to me what gets done in a day. Uh, Because by the way, what Jason just went through about yesterday, uh, there were three or four more other things that I thought, and he didn't even mention them, right? Like that, just adding that in, um, it's bonkers what we get done in one day.
0: Well, we've spent most of this episode as a retrospective, I think fairly, given, you know, where we're at as an anniversary, but uh, we're not done yet, right? (laughs) We're, We're still going. Um, so we're what, ex- <laughs> what excites you guys about the next 10 years and beyond for, for both PSP and the sports industry as a whole?
2: Yeah, there's, I mean, we're just getting started, right? We've got a long, long way to go. A lot of exciting things in front of us. We're in a city that is hosting the final four in a few months, CFP the year after World Cup, Olympics are coming to the United States in several years you know super bowls going to vegas all kinds of things are happening new new uh, initiatives we're growing our team we're investing in our current team because we have a great uh, great people in place and we're we're very fortunate to have the folks that we that that we have um but we you know this next 10 years is going to move more quickly than the last 10 did we are um you know making investments in the right places to be able to capture that growth work with more brands that lean in like we talked about earlier um you know athlete brands when we were working with ambassadors early on we talked about Papa John's those the strength of their brands has been magnified you know you look at the NIL space in college and how uh how those student athletes are really taking command of who they are and and who how they engage with fans so we have to stay ahead we always talk to our team about becoming experts in in sports and and you know sports is now technology and and crypto and nfts and all these you know new frontiers so we have to stay ahead of that
1: i mean i'm excited about all the things that i don't know what's coming and that's exciting to me like um again, it's sneaker cam. I would have never my head never would have gotten there again. People much more creative than Jason and I that worked on it. Um, But like it's ideas like that that are gonna come to to work with our clients, and it is the opportunity to be innovative. Let me put it that way of um, understanding what's going on and to help kind of pull our clients towards something unique and different. That's gonna cut through and um, and kind of reinvent. So. That happens on a daily basis around here, but I, so that's that's what excites me about the next ten years is um, is that there's plenty of that to come.
0: Any any last thoughts um, before before I let you guys go as we as we're celebrating these last ten years?
2: Just really thankful for all the people that helped us along the way. We we um, you know sent notes to some of those folks. Um, the three that we highlighted today are just three of so many who have who have um, believed in us, referred us business, helped us along the way. And, um, you know, we're we're, we're we are we we would not be where we are and really just appreciative of everything that they've done. Um, relationships, relationships, relationships. That's what uh, what it's about.
1: Can't say it any better. Um, we wouldn't be here people look at the two of us, we wouldn't be here without a lot of other folks that are supporting us and believed in us early and still believe in us today.
0: Well, here's uh, to 10 years of reimagining sports and challenging the status quo. And here's to the next 10. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, Ben. Thanks to Billy, Brooks, and Natalie for sharing their PSP stories and again to the countless other clients and teammates who have made these first 10 years so special. Going forward is a production of Professional Sports Partners. You can learn more about us at Professionalsportspartners.com or follow us on Twitter at PSPSportsMKTG or Instagram and Facebook at professional sports partners. For Jason, Tamara, and the entire PSP team, I'm Ben Crook. We'll see you next time. Imagine how old we're going to be in 10 years.
1: I know. And you're like, that'll be here in the blink of an eye. I was like, ugh.